2: earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults.
3: Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City.
1: Journal reports, President Trump interrupted a conversation between South Korean officials and said, "Okay, okay, tell them I'll do it. The South Korean officials looked at each other as if in disbelief, according to a White House official with knowledge of the meeting. Tell him yes, the president said. And that
2: was it. Trump broke with decades of precedent with all the strategic forethought you put into taking a sample at Costco. Oh, salmon jerky. It, let's do it. If I don't like it, it's not like it's the end of the world.
4: Eh, yeah. I, I, that, that's funny, but uh, it is I just, salmon jerky. I, I love it. I just don't understand the why. That's a big deal. Who, who, who cares? All the careful, careful diplomacy of the last thirty years has gotten us nothing but a nuclear power run by a madman.
5: Let's rope Gordon Chang into the discussion. Mr. Chang is a Daily Beast columnist and author, uh, an authority on uh, Asia and Asian relations, that sort of thing. Uh, Mr. Chang, how are you, sir?
0: I'm fine, thank you, and thank you so much.
5: Oh, it's our pleasure. It's good to talk to you again. So, first, your reaction to the the way that this uh, soon-to-be summit came about. Were you shocked? Uh,
0: Everyone was shocked, um, because... President Trump had said that he was willing to talk to Kim Jong-un in several occasions, but he interspersed that with threats of totally destroying North Korea should they attack us. Um, So, you know, there was a lot of heat, um, but obviously this came about very quickly. And, you know, I agree with your opening comments. You know, we have had presidents, Republicans and Democrats, liberals and conservatives, who have, you know, sponsored months and years of interagency discussions, study, deliberation, reports, and come out with truly misguided and horrible policies. You know, President Trump took 45 minutes, according to the New York Times. He came out actually with the correct decision, in my view. Now, that's not to say that he can't make mistakes going forward, but I think that his instinctual, very impulsive style will actually help the United States in this regard. Got to remember, Kim Jong-un was trying to drive a wedge between Seoul and Washington by extending an invitation. President Trump is not going to let that happen by giving the South Koreans everything they wanted and more.
4: Explain to me the risks I keep hearing about, because everybody says this is a very risky move. What are the risks? I mean, we've tried to avoid risks again for 30 years, and we've ended up with somebody with an H-bomb and a missile.
0: Yeah, Uh, well, the risks are, first of all, we know what's going to happen at the meeting, even before President Trump um, walks out and finishes the session. Um, Just by showing up, um, the North Koreans elevate themselves to the level of the United States. They gain some legitimacy. But people don't point out that, according to the South Koreans, they have made certain commitments, including denuclearizing, not attacking South Korea, and not testing anything during the pendency of the talks. So we've gotten, actually, quite a lot. And there's another big risk for North Korea that people don't talk about, And that is, if Kim Jong-un is obstinate, uh, whatever, which I'm sure he will be, um, this puts North Korea in a very bad light, and it permits President Trump to get even more support around the world for cutting off money to North Korea. That's important. So I think that we come into this holding high cards, and I don't see the North Koreans having the ability to do all those things that people are so worried about. Yeah, they're going to game this out. They're going to think about it more than we will. But on the end of the day, we've got uh, much more uh, that we can do than they can.
5: Uh, Speaking of which, I think uh, I join everybody on Earth in hoping we can denuclearize the Korean Peninsula and bring peace and there's no mushroom cloud over Seattle, et cetera, et cetera. But I'm having a difficult time imagining what exactly we can offer Kim that would be so persuasive they would uh, dismantle the program. I mean,
4: he pudding. He looks like a guy who yeah, likes pudding.
5: Well, that, yeah, true enough. But, I mean, he looks at Muammar Gaddafi and Saddam Hussein and others who, who uh, denuclearized, and now they're dead. And uh, I, I can't imagine how we would induce him to give up his program.
0: Oh, easy. Sanctions relief. Right now, there are reports from China that Office Number 39 in North Korea, which is the Kim Family Slush Fund, is running out of cash. The South Koreans say that North Korea will run out of foreign exchange reserves in by October um, this means that Kim, of course, can't launch missiles, detonate nukes, and but also, more important, can't engage in gift politics, which is the giving of Rolexes and Mercedes and other luxury items to senior regime elements to buy their loyalty. If Kim can't keep the loyalty of senior regime elements, he's gone. Um, and right now, they're having problems doing that. So, Um, Trump can offer a lifeline to the regime. Um, And so there's a lot of things that that we can do. So I'm I'm confident that uh, we have cards to play. So is
4: that because China finally got serious about squeezing them?
0: China has gotten more serious about squeezing them, but not as serious as we need them to be. The Chinese are still, along with the Russians, sanctions busting, Um, That's got to end. Chinese banks are still handling financial transactions for the North Koreans. That most definitely has to end because that's a violation of U.S. law.
6: Yeah, but will it?
0: Everything else. Well, I don't know about what the Chinese will do, but I do know it's not an issue about Beijing. It's an issue about Trump. Uh, Trump can put the Chinese in a position where they have no choice but to do what we want. For instance, he can um, declare Chinese banks to be primary money laundering concerns under Section 311 of the Patriot Act, basically put those Chinese banks out of business. We have, the, we can do it. It's just that no American president has been willing to use the elements of American power to get the Chinese to really stop uh, for good, once and for all their support for North Korea. So this is this is not so much an, you know. Yes, Chinese are villains, North Koreans are belligerent and bad, but that's not the issue. The issue is, what will 1600 Pennsylvania do to protect the American people? Trump has been willing to do more than previous presidents, but still, in my view, he needs to do more.
5: Gordon Chang, Daily Beast columnist and author on the line. Uh, Gordon, uh, a number of folks have observed uh, the obvious that we've gone to the table with the North Koreans a couple of times uh, across a couple of generations come to an agreement, and while I agree, maybe we have, uh, you know, an opportunity to really force them to come to the table in a serious way, how do we, uh, how do we keep them to their word afterward?
0: The, the most uh, rigorous inspection regime on earth. We need to have anytime, anywhere inspections. Uh, those are basically known as additional protocol inspections. Uh, you know, we've had agreements with the North Koreans, but they were, most the part, not adequately verified. Um, so, you know, at, at this particular time, um, you know, I'm not a, a opposed to a deal with North Korea, but I'm opposed to a deal which doesn't have adequate inspections,
4: which I think Trump would have to agree with partially because he beat up Obama so much on the campaign trail for not having, uh, you know, um, uh, invasive enough inspections with Iran.
5: Well, I can't believe we'd make a deal like that at this point right, with right. North Korea because because their, their history, uh, Gordon Chang on the line, uh, Mr. Chang, one what, more question.
4: What do you put the chances at? I know that's a dumb question, but uh, throw it out there. What do you what do you put the percentage chances of pulling off a denuclearization of North Korea?
0: Um, I'd say seventy five percent, maybe, maybe. Wow. Much, you know, I, I think this, as I said, this is this is a question not of the Chinese and the North Koreans because we know that they are going to come to all the wrong conclusions. This is a question you're asking. Is Trump willing to use American power? Um, I think that he will. I can understand people who might be skeptical of that, because there are people in his administration who don't want to use these uh, Treasury sanctions. Um, but it, it's really going to be a question of what will Trump do.
5: Gordon Chang, uh, we thank you very much. Really interesting stuff. I hope we can stay in touch. Absolutely, and thank you so much. All right, thanks, well done. Uh, you know, wow, now I'm excited.
4: Now I'm interested. And like all conversations, unfortunately, it has to be run through the Trump filter of, you know, a, a lot of people who hate Trump so much that even if this were a good idea or going the right direction, they're never going to say it because, sure. you know, that would be bad if, if Trump pulled off something that worked out. And you have to wonder how much of his crazy act helped get the guy there. A little fathead has got to believe Trump would actually attack him. I think the reason he should believe that is because I think Trump would actually attack him. Um, And as Trump joked the other day, you know, it's tough to deal with a madman in nuclear talks, but that's his problem, not mine, as Trump said. I mean, that's a great line. (laughs) Wow, that's straight up (laughs) Madison's. That's a great line. (laughs) What keeps
5: you up at night? Nothing.
4: I keep other people up at night. It's tough to deal with a madman. That's his problem, not mine. Um, You know. I think he got Fathead's attention. It's all about Office 39,
5: though, Jack all about office 39 which is kind of a cool little uh, term of art they're, they're a slush fund that's interesting i'm reading i keep going back to it the dictator's handbook which is a really really interesting study of political power transcending all systems because the difference between a dictatorship and a democracy is just it has to do with the number of people who you have to get to go along and in what way in a dictatorship it can be a fairly small group of people who wield complete power you don't have to worry about them getting voted out for instance um whereas you have to spread the wealth a little more in a democracy um that's the point of the book but so in a system like kim's the idea that their slush funds run in a dry and he's starting to give out used mercedes and maybe citizen watches instead of rolexes (laughs) or whatever uh, i got you a geoshock that is not a small deal that's
4: enormous. I got you a Geoshock and a 98 uh, Toyota Camry. Right. Come hey, you'll run forever. No reason to kill me in my sleep. Right. <laughs> Sorry about that. A uh, couple of uh, relatives of yours, I tortured to death. <laughs> hey, they gave me a funny look. We're still buzzed. Wow. Scott's going to be fascinating to watch this play out. Where I'm are they going to meet? What's it going to look like? Are we going to have cameras there? Are we going to see them walking up and shaking hands and smiling? Wow. Wild. If Kim does
5: take out a West Coast city, which city would you like it to be, Jack? We'll oh, get your geez. answer right after the commercial
4: break. You know, and Trump correctly, absolutely correctly, doesn't give a crap about the, the usual negotiations of how high the table is or how bright the lights are. Who freaking cares? Right. Well, yeah, either way... <laughs> Right, Uh, Dennis Rodman is handling those negotiations for him. (laughs) Either way, square table, round table, I don't care. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC, 415-295-KFTC. You know who's going to be watching, Dennis?
5: People around the world.
4: we got more OJ stuff. Oh, we got a lot of stuff. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: Armstrong and Getty.
5: The conscience of the nation.
1: The Armstrong
4: and Getty Show. Wow, I just I just saw some stuff on the TV. CBS uh, this morning show had some stuff on. Um, Com- computer manipulation of uh, pictures and videos. Oh, yeah. And they did oh, some yeah. stuff where they turned, uh, like, Alec Baldwin on Saturday Night Live actually into Donald Trump, and it was just Trump talking, but saying the stuff Alec Baldwin was saying. Yeah. yeah. Just, Alex Baldwin. just as an example. Yeah. And, uh, oh, boy, we're going to be into crazy territory. Once every 400-pound fat guy on his bed has access to that. Right. Yeah, there will be videos of everybody, all kinds of people saying all kinds of crap all the time. We
5: are moments away from a world where you can trust absolutely nothing you see nor hear, no matter how uh, uh, legit it looks. Right. Which <sighs> is going to be a little odd. I'd say. A little odd. So, uh, speaking of hearing things, uh, we talked about this last week. This uh, Barry Weiss woman had written a column for the New York Times. We're all fascists now. That's right. About how, you know, the accusations are just flying around like crazy. And that if you dare disagree with a snowflake, you're a Nazi and a fascist. And we played you that delightful video from Portland State. Uh, And then uh, various people are lashing back at her. Well, she went on uh, Bill Maher, I guess, uh, last week. And uh, here's some of the things she said.
1: I also think that offense taking is being weaponized. It is a route now to political power. Saying that I am offended is a way of making someone radioactive. It's a way of smearing their reputation, of making them a liability. Because once you tar someone as a racist, or a misogynist, or a fascist, or whatever the word of right. the day is, um, you know, it's a way of sort of taking them down a peg. And I'm really concerned, not about you know, people that have a public platform like me or like you, but the downstream effects of these smearings. Because here's what happens if you're someone who wants to get into the public square and wants to say something provocative and peep your head out over the parapet. You are not going to do that. You are going to hesitate from doing that if you know that there's a mob awaiting you. And you see what happens you know, to very, very prominent people for for saying sort of the smallest thing.
5: There are heads nodding all over the progressive West right now. People saying, I don't dare say what I think in my workplace or social spheres or whatever, because people who think differently than me Always pull out the sword of you're a racist, you're a fascist, you're, you're a bad person if we disagree. So I don't need the trouble.
4: All right. And Bill Maher, who's uh, one of the leading progressives in America, he agrees with her 100% that it's gotten crazy. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I understand what she's concerned about, that that people without as much of a platform are afraid to speak out, but it, it's bad for people with a platform. Mm-hmm. You, you can lose your career so fast. Oh, yeah. 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 All right, let's hear number two.
1: What people are trying to do is to take even the most well-intentioned and anodyne comment, intentionally torque it, and then throw it out through the echo chamber of social media in order to ruin people's reputations. And I think it's very strange that we're, li- we're the most privileged people in human history, objectively, and yet people are spending all of their time on Earth hurling pixels at one another. I find it a very, very strange use of people's time. Well,
5: yeah, that's funny. I didn't think that was where she was going. Um, although that is kind of a funny point. But uh, uh, the most privileged people, comfortable, healthy people, uh, except for the whole obesity thing, in the history, in the history of the, the, history <laughs> of the for world, the fat as a hog part, right? Spending all their time convincing themselves they're angry and miserably unhappy and put upon. But you've discussed how you think. Where there is no threat, we must invent one. It's yeah. part of the human character. Yeah,
4: yeah. I think we're 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 built to have a certain amount of uh, you know, worry and angst, and when it's all eliminated, you have to make it up. Right, right. Which just might be human condition.
5: You know, the whole weaponized uh, offense taking is something we've talked about a lot these days, and uh, you know, and and I appreciated her putting it so uh, succinctly and eloquently. But, um, yeah, the whole tarring someone. As a bigot, a fascist, a Nazi, if they dare disagree, I think that's become so hilariously overblown. Like the Portland State video we played for you. Well, it was
4: audio to you. It's a radio show. Um, Men on average are taller than women.
5: Fascist! I'm out here. I'm
4: out.
5: Yeah. I mean, it's become so laughable and so ridiculous. I'm thinking the pendulum is starting to swing back the other way. I certainly hope it is.
4: The problem is, it's got to get to the administrators. Because we had the example last week or wherever the college, oh, oh, it was also in Oregon, where the administrators shut down the speaker because there were protests. Right. Yeah, that's where. That's where we got to get the change going. The administrators need to say to the students, "No, no, no, no. You don't. You can't demand the professor uh, make up pronouns for your sexuality, or you're gonna, you know, shout them down during their classes. You can't do that. Right. Well, that's part of the whole unholy."
5: Uh You know, circle of profit, though, where now the colleges are so expensive, mostly because uh, of cheap government money. And they've added this gigantic layer of middle management at colleges that's incredibly expensive. But so they're charging so much. The students are now customers. And and if you're asking somebody to pay $40,000 a year for an education, they have the right to demand to be uh, happy, you know? And so they're no longer students, they're customers. And so the the, the administrators and the professors are terrified of poor reviews, bad Yelp reviews. And so they kowtow to 19-year-old fascists who call everybody else fascist. Nobody should have any power whatsoever when they're 19 years old. None, none will let you drive a car if you mind your P's and Q's. I say that as a former 19-year-old. I was insufferable. Insufferable! <laughs> so uh, we, uh, we've we got to get to the point where professors, and, and, and by the way, uh, I could probably actually lead... Uh, academics into battle right now They're yelling so loudly You tell them, Joe We have got to get back to a world Where y'all academics can say Sit down and be quiet or you're out of my class Alright, you're out You got an F Enjoy that on your transcript, dum-dum And then get dragged out They're students They're not, you know, little dictators I'm gonna tell everyone about how shitty you are Go ahead, dumb dumb. You got no degree Keep walking
7: What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Well, the White House rolling out a new plan to make schools safer. A lot of critics pointing to what's not included in that plan. Elon Musk ready to go to Mars and to be healthy, eat like a Victorian peasant. Stories. All
5: right, right,
4: will do. The story's coming up. Eat like a Victorian peasant. Yes, there's your hot new diet. Yeah. So, New York has been sending its poo to Alabama for a long time, and Alabama's tired of it. Wow. Yeah, quit sending us your poo. Tired of taking your crap, man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely, 100% literally. Literally. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and the Getty Show. <laughs> yes, the whole change in the clocks thing is stupid. It's, there's no good reason for it? There's no bad reason for it. There's just no reason for it. And it, it, it's been going on for 100 years? There's, it just doesn't need to happen?
5: It's crazy. Speaking of crazy and stupid and repugnant, more from
4: the OJ Confession Show last night. Oh, yeah. I wish I'd seen it. I would seen that. It was soul-deadening. So, American Idol debuted... On ABC? Who's got American Idol now? ABC, yeah. ABC. And so Fox ran OJ last night, I guess, was to hope to combat that. Oh, yeah. Because Fox used to have American Idol. Is anybody excited about
5: American Idol coming back? I don't know. I think that I like music. I like singing contest crowd.
4: Loves the voice. Anytime Katy Perry is on TV, I'm a fan. Oh, boy. I'll bet it does pretty well. You know, certainly enough to justify its existence. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, let's get the news now with Marshall Phillips. Well, the
7: White House unveiled a new plan to try and prevent school shootings that backs off of President Trump's support for increasing the minimum age for buying assault-type rifles. Instead, a new federal commission on school safety is going to examine the age issue as part of the package that the White House is proposing. Part of the other plans would be to help states pay for firearms training for teachers, and it also supports improving the background check system. Now, Trump was tweeting this morning about not raising the age limit right now, saying on 18 to 21 age limits, watching court cases and rulings before acting, states
4: are making this decision. Now, Sean just showed me a Quinnipiac poll that has 80% of Americans, including 70% of gun owners, in favor of raising the age to 21. For buying a gun Now maybe somebody's in Trump's ear saying That's not constitutional You just can't do it Even if everybody likes right, it Right, But um, then he should just point that out Because it would seem At least according to that poll That it's not even a close call On whether people think that's a good idea or not
1: Yeah
5: it's all about the courts
4: it, Just in general The the constitutionality of a side you okay. think the gun age should be 21 or 18? Uh, wow that's a tough one That's a tough one. In the modern world, God, 20... I think, as somebody who's, you know, you're you're married with kids, you're a homeowner, you should be able to have a gun. You don't have to be that. But you can be that as an 18-year-old. But not many 18-year-olds are that in modern America. Should there be some sort of adulthood checklist?
5: I have maintained a bank account. I have a full-time
4: job. I I don't know. What I have the slightest that? idea how to get and pay for car insurance. Right, <laughs> right. right. <laughs> then you can own a gun. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. The, the modern eighteen-year-old is pretty damn young,
5: on the average.
4: Yeah, on the average. average. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Which, which is just the point. It's the difficulty of designing these laws based on age. Meanwhile, the Napa County, California Veterans Treatment Facility, where
7: an Army veteran shot and killed three employees, is closed indefinitely. A spokesman for the Pathway House says they're currently reviewing security policies after the former resident, 36-year-old veteran, carried out that fatal attack on Friday. He was found dead after an hours-long standoff. The shooter described as a decorated veteran who'd been deployed to Afghanistan from April 2011 to March of 2012. The Pathway House helps uh, post-9-11 military veterans reintegrate into civilian life, including counseling vets with post-traumatic stress disorder. So anyway, that facility is going to be closed indefinitely. And it is official. China's rubber stamp legislature has eliminated presidential term limits on Sunday that had existed for more than 35 years, opening up the possibility that President Xi will be able to hold the office for life.
4: So that's the way you do it in China? Yeah. In uh, Russia, you continue to pretend to have elections, and um, Putin... There will be re elected. Is it today or tomorrow? Uh, he'll be easily re elected, and he'll be the longest right. serving leader of Russia since Stalin. Well, remember, he I is congratulate him. second he is, only to Stalin.
5: He is running against five other candidates. Right? Yes. Did it, you see their debate? Any the other <laughs> candidates debate? It was like a game yes. show. It was like a Japanese game show. They're all screaming at each other. One guy threw a bunch of uh, a cupful of water on another guy. Yes. yes, it was literally a farce.
4: So uh, that's interesting that he yeah. you, you only have that because Putin allows it to happen. So it's right. interesting that he decides to allow that. Does that make that it... real
5: dissident leader dude who's constantly getting jailed and beat up and is you know it's going to get a dose of polonium one of these days? No, he's not allowed. No. <laughs>
4: Right. So, did Putin allow that kind of a debate because it makes it look like they're having a vigorous debate? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so it's
5: a show election. It's, it's like a I- show trial.
4: It's pretty interesting that the three most powerful militarily speaking nations on uh, on Earth, you know, yet two of them have dictators now. I mean, full on. Nobody's even pretending anymore. Dictators. Right. Well, Stalin kind of pretends. It's hard to you say why. Putin, you called yeah. him Stalin. Putin, but, yes. <laughs> that's <laughs> kind yeah. of funny. Uh, Putin,
7: yeah. 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 Stalin. Whoops. Turns out to be healthy, you need to eat the diet of a Victorian peasant. Hello! Researchers in the <laughs> UK. <laughs> I'm hungry! Compar- what am
5: I eating, Marshall?
7: <laughs> <laughs> they found that... Some spotty dick! <laughs> they found that the peasants back in the uh, 19th century ate mostly wholesome foods like fresh, locally grown vegetables, potatoes, fish, and just a little bit of meat, and they turned out to be the healthiest of the entire population well, back then.
5: Well, I can guarantee you they weren't eating a lot of potato chips and brownies right. and 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 like 1,400 calorie pasta dishes. How many, ate, how many Hot Pockets did they eat They today? ate yeah. almost
4: no McDonald's. Right? Uh, so, eat like a starving person? Like a if really. If I br- had
5: hot pockets, it's because I had a cold in me pockets!
4: <laughs> eat like someone who can't afford to eat, is what, what, is what
2: you're saying. Oh,
7: no, no, no. They had vegetables and potatoes. Yeah, they had a little bit of fish. They fish, had fish, and, fish meat. and meat, which yeah. is always
4: weird to me because fish is meat, but. <laughs> right. <It's> an animal? <laughs> well, clearly. Yeah. It's-
5: Anyway, they turned out to be the healthiest of the folks living at that time. You know, God, I'm working on my, my beautiful wife. I'm trying to convince her. Let's just not eat anything that came out of a factory. Ever. The pita chips are an exception. They're good with the hummus. But right. other than that, just nothing, nothing that's packaged. Not even jams and jellies? And N- No, we, we're off jams and jellies. Really? Yeah. Wow.
7: all about the avocado. Man, I tip my hat to you. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips in the Armstrong and Getty Show, The Conscience of the Nation.
4: So, we have posted the latest facial um, uh, deep fake stuff that is out there today on how they can change a parody of uh, Hillary Clinton they're showing on the TV right now from Saturday Night Live and turn it into her. Her what? actually saying those things. Yeah, you turn Alec Baldwin doing his Trump into the actual Trump, how easy it is for the deep fake people to do.
6: Ah,
4: I'm sure this won't be used for bad purposes, All right? This will be fully up and running by the next presidential
5: election, right? Boy, you combine that with the fact that the powers that be can put anything on your computer they want to. Oof. How, how do we assist guilt or
4: innocence or <laughs> what people have done and not done, said and, and not said? And it's the reverse of that? if that makes any sense, is going to be the biggest problem because any politician will be able to deny a real video. Right. That's what's going to be the best benefit. A video comes out showing actual wrongdoing, and you're going to be able to say, "Ah, it's fake like all the other fake ones out there. You know, you're right. That is a positive. I'm going to use that in my own life. (laughs) That wasn't me, honey. (laughs) (laughs) Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: Armstrong and Getty.
5: The Conscience. Of the nation.
2: Got a girl from the south side, got brazen hair. First time I seen her walk by, and i about fell over my chair.
6: Had to give you angry with a person upon their death. When they die. It's not like that anchor disappears, right? And 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 because of the nine one one call, when I'm yelling at her about what's going on, it was like I want. It was almost like I want to say, I told you, didn't I tell you? Didn't I say to you? I I
4: still don't get what happened last night. So the OJ show, you watched it on Fox. Yeah. So I a, wish I'd have seen
5: it a dozen years ago. OJ agreed to do this project for money, um, where he would hypothetically say. How it would have gone if he had been a killer, even though he wasn't. Which is, uh, I mean, the, the term "bizarre" is overused these days. We need a, a new, better term, <laughs> um, to to describe something that nuts. Do
4: we have any idea who came up with that idea, though? What what an interesting idea! I, I don't know. Did they? Did somebody just think you know, he's desperate for money. He's crazy. How about we pitch to him <clears throat> if you had killed the mother of your children, right. what would it have been like and an innocent
5: uh, man who happened to be on the scene.
4: Who wouldn't yeah. respond to that like what? Are you crazy?
5: Right. Right. Oh yeah, sure, I'll do that. Well, my uh, my brief review of the show last night was repugnant and soul deadening. <laughs>
4: It was also pretty clearly that was our air names for a while yeah <laughs> repugnant and soul deadening in the morning. we did kind of a goth show no we more. hated everything. we had a few listeners and they kept killing themselves.
5: so um anyway so uh, uh, this the show last night it was it was awful it was just morally indefensible. It's a sickener. but it was obviously not only OJ confessing but justifying what he'd done. In your mind, you think
4: psychologically that was going
5: on? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because, uh, I mean, even if you were going to engage in what I described, and you wouldn't, and neither would anybody else. (laughs) You wouldn't think you would say stuff like, you know, there's just crap going on there. Her, you know, the kids are there, and with the guys coming and going, and the rest of it, obviously still mad about it. And then describe going over there to take care of some of the crap that's going on. See what's up with that. And then, you know, she's there. And, well, I, I remember she got knocked down and hurt a little bit. And then this guy comes with his karate pose. You think you can kick my ass? And then he says, I don't know what happened after that. There's just a lot of blood. Well, yeah, you almost beheaded the mother of your children. And then a, a guy tried to fight you. You stabbed him to death. Then you went back and forth. carving. Sorry, folks. This is uh, awful stuff in the morning. But committing what the all the detective said was horrific overkill, uh, showing you know rage, a complete rage killing, and, and he explains why he was you know kind of sort of justified. Oh, you think he can kick my ass?
4: Well, I got some questions, but can we hear some more O.J.? Uh, which what do you what do you like here?
5: Yeah, oh, I don't like any of it. It's terrible.
6: <laughs> uh, how about number four?
1: And you said in there, I needed to know what they knew. Yeah. Go I mean, I
6: to like, tell me something. Nobody told me anything, all right? So I don't, nobody told me anything. I don't know what they know. They're giving me this runaround. And in any event, I spoke to them. I told them what I knew. I told them everything about myself that they asked, answered all their questions. Oh, he's just talking about talking to the cops.
5: I think we probably want to, uh, let's go with the uh, number one.
1: Let's just go back and do the details. Where did you I'm park? i the details. You parked In the
6: hypothetical, in the alley. Right.
1: You park in the alley, yeah. and you put on a wool cap and gloves.
6: Uh, in hypothetical, I put on a cap and gloves.
1: Right. Yeah. And um, you reached under the seat for?
6: Um, a knife. I always kept a knife in that car for the crazies and stuff, because you can't travel with a gun.
5: All right,
4: looks, Interesting. It, yeah. So right. he admits the fact that he drove around with a knife in his car. Hypoth- well, yeah, yeah, that wasn't hypothetical.
6: That was
5: real.
4: And so, well, I've always wondered, did, did he show up with a knife or whatever? Okay, he kept a yeah. knife in his car. It, it, the whole kind of chuckling way that he goes oh, yeah. through this is just so yeah, chilling. it's weird.
6: Hit us with number two. Things got heated. Uh, I just remember the coal fell and hurt herself. And no, uh, you heard her, you this guy kind of got into a karate thing. And I said, well, you think you can kick my ass? and I remember I grabbed a knife. I do remember that portion taking a knife from Charlie. And to be honest, after that, I don't remember except I'm standing there and there's all kind of stuff around and. um, What kind of stuff? Butt and stuff around. You know, we, you know, I hate to say this, but this is not I'm right, sorry. Right.
4: Wow, the, the the no normal person would laugh at that. Um, so it's like he's not really the juice anymore. <laughs> You're wow. right, Ross. Michael, Michael, <laughs> great comedy relief, Michael. Michael. So so we now know exactly what happened. Yeah. We now know exactly what happened. Yeah. He went more over or there. What the cop said. Yeah. He'd been angry for years over the fact that she's dating a bunch of different dudes, and his kids are there, and driving his car, and all that sort of stuff. And uh, he's paying for it. A lot of guys get angry about that. Um, but he, he he kept a knife in his car. He showed up there over there. He thought, you know, I'm going to take my knife with me in case something happens. Guy challenged him to a fight. All that anger for years of, you know, built up resentment. Yeah. He went off. Killed them both. Doesn't even remember it. I think that's probably legitimately true. Sure. Doesn't yeah. even remember what happened. Rage blackout. Yeah. And uh, that's the whole story. Uh,
5: Give give me number five on the topic of people thinking he was guilty because he was, because he killed those people.
6: It was that easy for people to believe that I could... I could kill two people. I thought that my whole life meant something. I thought the type of guy that I lived my life being pretty upstanding. God, man, like everybody I had my faults, like most men in in my position. Sometimes temptations of the flesh is there, you know. But for the most part, I've always thought I was a straight shooter. Straight shooter. Mm-hmm. In any event, that that was hard for me to to accept that it was so easy for people to believe that.
4: He always gets away with, including in a courtroom... In Nevada, he always gets away with claiming, oh, you know, I might have cheated on my wife, but, you know, you know, that's between us. He, ne- he never gets questioned about that. You're a convicted wife beater. Right. You're a convicted wife beater. You got caught enough times as a celebrity with the best lawyers, and you still are a convicted wife beater. And there are a couple other fights, too. Quit talking about I'm a good guy. I might have cheated on her a couple of times. But he always gets away with that, again, even yeah. in a courtroom, because they right. didn't even bring that up in Nevada.
5: What a joke. All right, give me number three real quick.
1: You write about removing a glove before taking the knife from Charlie?
6: Uh, you know, I had no conscious memory of doing that, but obviously I must have because they found a the glove there.
5: So he wanted a good grip on it, I guess. Yeah. It's just so bizarre. Well, that's
4: right. He had gloves on, so that's more premeditated than I was laying it out if he put on gloves. It wasn't cold. No. No. So if he put on gloves, then maybe he did show up intending to stab somebody.
5: Yeah, who knows? Who knows? But again, he it, might not even know. The premise is they got him to go through hypothetically if he'd committed the murders, what he did and how he did it and the rest of it. He said, Yeah, okay, I'll do that for a check. And then he did it and, and it's laughed
4: just, through the whole thing. Yeah,
5: because it's weird, hilarious. Uncomfortable well, I chocolate. did it,
6: I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thoroughly enjoyed the opportunity to do it. <laughs>
5: that was a different thing, Michael. Um, mm. But, you know, OJ, being half-bright, thought that, okay, yeah, I'll do it as a hypothetical, but, you know, it's all deniable, whatever. Plus, they can't try me again. But he couldn't cover up. I mean, he, he obviously was happy to talk about motive in a way that was very thorough and squares beautifully with all the facts. I mean, I, I could almost see somebody going through the mechanics of it, but saying, you know, I'm just tired of all the crap
4: that was going on over there. So he comes out of the darkness as her violent ex-husband. Yeah. The guy squares up like he might end up in a fight because he had a legitimate reason to think so. Right. And O.J. sees that as an excuse to to to, to go ex- after him with a knife. You're right. Exactly. That's wild. Yeah. That's interesting.
3: Ooh. You're listening to The Armstrong and Getty Show. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80.
1: Hurry to smileactives.com slash iHeart today to receive this special offer with free shipping and handling. You can rent a car, a house, even that little black party dress. So why not rent the stuff you need for your home too? The place to do it is Errands. Choose from thousands of new products from the brands you love, online or in store. Pick a payment plan that fits your budget and pay a little at a time until it's yours forever. But if life changes, you can return it anytime or even upgrade it with something new. Rent what you need. It's better at errands.
5: Approval not guaranteed. Restrictions apply. See store for details.